Okay, we are up to equipment and workflow. In case you missed it, the last several episodes I've been talking about how to get started with your food truck and all the different steps that are necessary so you can have a successful food truck. We get this question all the time in our Facebook group, so we're going to just go over a couple more tips and we'll be done. Welcome to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. My name is Bill Moore. I am a food truck business coach, author of five food truck vending books, including Food Truck 101 and Food Truck 201. This podcast is all about helping you start and grow your food truck business. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker. You'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Today we're talking about the equipment and the workflow. So whether you have a tent, a cart, a truck, or a trailer, you want to start small and work your way up. Small tent, little bit of equipment, small cart, little bit of equipment, and even if it's a big truck, same deal. Start small, small menu, small equipment, and add on as you get good at what you're doing. But when it comes to the equipment and the workflow, you got to think about a couple of things. Number one, you want to shop affordably, but you got to have quality because if the equipment is an investment in your future. And if you don't spend a little bit of money, you're going to find yourself having equipment that breaks down very frequently. You're going to find yourself having equipment that doesn't work the way that you want it to work. So you're looking at things like refrigeration, cooking, holding, dry storage, cleaning, all of those little bits of equipment spend what you can afford. But remember, it's an investment. So when you're buying equipment, don't get excited about, I'm getting my business, because you're not. You're getting equipment. That's all you're doing is buying equipment. It's not a business. It doesn't become a business until you're in it and you have your food in it and you have sales coming in. Then it is a business. The business is not the equipment. So don't get excited about that. It's a very logical thing that you need to do. We're going to buy equipment based on reviews and how it's going to hold up. So you want to be frugal, you want to be smart, and you want to be patient. You're going to shop as if you're shopping for the most expensive thing you've ever bought in your life, and you're going to take the time to look at all different factors, no matter what that piece of equipment is. Now, once you've determined what your equipment is going to be and you've got an idea of what you're going to buy, you want to work out the workflow. No matter whether you're in a tent, a cart, a trailer, or a truck, you want the food to move, not the employees. The reason being, the food is much smaller. Plenty of room for the food to move around the trailer or the truck. Not a whole lot of room for people to to move back and forth on a trailer and then move around each other for sure. So the food moves, the employees don't. You want to keep that workflow going one direction as much as possible. Now, it could be in a straight line. It could be in a U-shape. It could even be in a semicircle. But the food, again, moves in one direction. Ideally, it goes from the raw state into a held state, into an assembled state, into a packaged state, and then out to the guest all in that same straight line, semicircle, or U-shape. What you don't want to do is some of the things that people tend to cheap out on, especially when they're building their own trailer. They'll buy a single window and then they'll put it on its side so it slides, which seems really, really smart until you realize that we need two of those. One to place orders, one to give out food. 
because if you're attempting to place orders and give out food from the same window, you will have a jumbled up mess if you're busy. And if you're not busy, you're going to not be happy because you're able to cook food and hand it out before the next guest comes up. That means you're really, really slow in sales volume. And that's not going to be a fun day for anybody. So lay out your equipment. A lot of people recommend putting it in their driveway. And I don't mean the physical equipment. What they do is they take chalk or tape and they lay it out in their driveway so they have an idea of what kind of space they're dealing with. And lay out all the dimensions of all the equipment and figure out what goes where. And really imagine if I'm going to be cooking burgers, I have a flat top. Where's it going to be? Where's it going to be in relationship to where I'm getting the meat? Where is it going to be in relationship to where I'm putting the burgers when they're done cooking? Am I holding the burgers? Am I going to put them directly on the bread? So you think about every step and every process. Once you get something cooked, it's got to be assembled. So we stick with the hamburger. you got to have a place for the mayonnaise, lettuce, tomatoes, ketchup, pickle, onions, mustard. And if you're doing cheeses, you got to have places for all of those different condiments. What order are they being applied in? What order will they be on the prep table? How am I wrapping the sandwich? Am I putting it in a clamshell? Am I wrapping it? All of those things I just mentioned, the clamshell, the wrapper, they need to have a place to be stored. So you're thinking about everything. you got to walk through that whole menu. By going through your whole menu, it'll make sure you got the right equipment. It'll also make sure you got all the small wares, the pots and pans and knives and spatulas and all that. But then you also got to work that workflow out. Otherwise, you will not be a happy person halfway through the day. The one thing that you're going to find when you're working in a food truck or a food trailer, even in a tent, is your feet are going to get tired, your legs are going to get tired, and your back's going to get tired. All that comes from motion. The more motions that you have to get the food moving, the more tired you get. The more tired you get, the less friendly you become, and the less likely you are to smile and really want people to come back tomorrow. So the workflow is paramount to your success. Now the other section is social media and marketing. Those are two distinct things. Social media is easy. It's electronic. You sit at home, you type on a computer, you type on your cell phone, put a couple of pictures in there, make a video real quick, and it's done. That's the simple thing. Marketing is a little bit more physical, but both of those things have to happen. Of the second, rather, that you decide, I'm going to have a food truck. You need to set up all your social media all across all the different platforms, whether you plan on using them or not. Because if you don't set it up with your name, your business name, someone else is going to in the future. So just a good idea on the main ones, which would be Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, Snapchat, Pinterest even. Set up your business name and get that account locked down so you have control over it. And then on the ones that are popular in your area, share pictures. Let people know that, hey, I got a food trailer coming, got a food truck coming. Here's the build process. Here's what we're thinking about putting on the menu. Here's some pictures of my food. You got to build up that enthusiasm. It's going to feel like you're talking to no one, and that's okay. Continue to do it, because eventually those old posts will be viewed by people that are searching out your businesses. They heard about you. So all those posts have value. Even if no one seems to be responding to them today, they will have value in the future. If you're going to be set up in a town, let's say, and you're going to set up, like we talked earlier, Monday at Ace Hardware, you want to go to the Ace Hardware and look at businesses that are surrounding the Ace Hardware and physically go inside those and talk to the managers and the employees and let them know that, hey, I'm going to have a food truck here. It's going to be out in front of Ace Hardware every single Monday. Please come out and check us out. You might even give them a paper menu or some coupons, give them business cards, give them something to remind them, oh yeah, there's a food truck out there on Mondays. So that's physical marketing. 
You got to just put the boots to the ground and get out there and, and walk around and meet people. You're a politician, basically. You're shaking hands, kissing babies. You've got to do that. Your food truck is not one of those things. Like, like I hear too many people say, if you build it, they will come. No, they won't. What you'll have done is created a big parking spot, and that's all that you're going to have. There will not be a business. There will not be people coming to you because you're a food truck. If food trucks were magnets for people, then why do food trucks have to use bookers? Why do some food truck owners claim they have to get minimums before they go somewhere? So a food truck is not a people magnet, so, so don't even think that. Social media has got to be set up, and it's got to be done, and it's got to continue to be active the entire time that you are in operation. Physical marketing has got to be done. You're also going to need to have attention getters. Once you start parking in front of buildings, you become part of the background. So those times that you're set up in front of Ace Hardware, you eventually will be invisible. They will not see you and your business, even though it's there. So you need things that have motion to them. Flags, banners, lights, the little blow-up things. All those have motion. They create something different so that people that are driving by, their brain goes, hey, there's something different over there. And it makes them look. There's something moving over there. It makes them look. So you're going to have those attention-getting devices. Just real quick on social media, you can schedule a lot of things ahead of time. So don't be afraid to use social media in that manner. One thing that I recommend is that you pick one day a week and you schedule the whole week's worth of posts to go out on that one day. So you're not trying to think every single day, what do I got to do? The only thing you need to do every single day is respond to comments and reviews. You shouldn't have to create new posts every day. So always be thinking ahead with your social media and always have that marketing plan. Thank you so much for listening to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. If you're finding all the information helpful to your food truck business, please become a monthly supporter of the podcast. Just hit the support button or follow the link in the description. Every little bit does help keep us going. Join our Facebook group. It's called Food Truck Training. We have a whole bunch of awesome members at all different levels, from brand new beginners to decades old veterans. They've all got your back when it comes to helping you with your food truck. And again, thank you for listening. Come back tomorrow because you know i got plenty more to say when it comes to helping you and your food truck business grow.